Hey friends, it's Mark James. Today is <laughs> Saturday. Can you hear that noise? I don't know if you can hear that or not. That, I'm going to open the window. That is the sound of someone testing a microphone system on a petrol station forecourt. Weird. So today is a slightly different flavour. Um, I'm in the car because I'm on the way to a gig at Devon Cliffs. I'm still two and a half hours away. I should be two hours away, but the traffic's a bit brutal. I'm due Oh my God, he's doing it again. One, two, one, two. One, two, three, four. One, two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've never heard that before. A microphone getting tested on a petrol forecourt. It's a bit weird. Anyway, gas station forecourt for my American listeners. Uh, yeah, so speaking of American listeners, thanks Bart again for picking me up. Um, I said yesterday that my weight was 1911, uh, but I actually meant 1811 because I'm an idiot. So sorry, I put on a stone yesterday, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it was 18 stone 11, not 19. But today it's 18.13, so shut up, I put two pounds on eating chocolate. What am I going to do about it? Um, so anyway, I'm on the way to a gig, I'm sitting in the car right now. There's a 27 minute delay, it's not the end of the world. I'm actually at the very best, the number one. Anybody who lives in the UK, when I say I'm at the best services, I reckon they know where I mean. They're either thinking that I mean T-Bay or they know the real truth, which is that I'm a Gloucester Services. It's the best. Gloucester Services is, it's just incredible. Everything you could ever want. I've just had a Breton chicken, oh yeah, I'm eating again, by the way. I've just had a Breton chicken pie, which is incredible. Uncredible. I mean, that's like incredible, but you get a bit carried away. Uh, or you've got a brilliant uncle. Uncredible, that's his nickname. Uh, I've just had a Breton chicken pie, and I've had a scotch egg, which was sweet potato, caramelized onion, and goat's cheese with a soft yolk. Uh, I, do, you know, do you have scotch eggs in America too? It's like an egg, which is wrapped in meat, and then breadcrumbed, and then fried. It's pretty good. So I just had one of those. And um, it was amazing. It was really good. And then I had a little bit of millionaire shortbread as well. So, you know, that's how well today's going. But it is a long day. I'm going down to Devon Cliffs, <coughs> which is like a five-hour drive, really. I'm also driving back after the show. I'm doing two shows when I'm there. So it's a bit of a beast of a day. Show one is at 6.15. Show two is at 9.30. I'm probably not going to get into bed till about 3 a.m. I've been up since... 9 a.m. So yeah, it's a pretty rough one. I'm, I, I used to be really used to these uh, long drives. It sort of was the stock in trade. You know, you would do your gig, drive home three, four hours. You wouldn't really mind. I've had some rough ones where I've been pretty tired and I've pulled over to sleep. I'll tell you what, the worst thing, right? If ever you're driving home and it's really late at night, God, that chicken pie was so good. I'm still on the forecourt. I could go and get another one, but I won't. But if any, if ever you're driving home late at night and you need to stop and have a sleep, um, it really pays to sort of get into the back seat of the car and try and lie down. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I, if ever you fall asleep in the driver's seat, you've pulled over, obviously. So you pull over. Go to sleep in the driver's seat. You wake up 
And my brain always tells me that I've fallen asleep at the wheel. So I wake up convinced that I'm asleep at the wheel. I'm trying to press the pedals. I'm trying to turn the wheel. Nothing's happening. And then in a few seconds, you realize that the car is in fact turned off and you're on a forecourt and you're in the back of a garage somewhere. And it's kind of, and you're fine, you're safe. But those few seconds when you first wake up, you fully shit yourself and think you're falling asleep at the wheel. It's horrible. I've had so many like, <clears throat> almost panic attacks because I've thought that I've fallen asleep at the wheel. So I was driving home once from Scotland and I remember thinking, oh, you're really tired, but you know what happens. You're going to have a sleep for at least an hour, get in the passenger side, and then you'll wake up and you'll know what's happened. So I tilt the seat all the way back and I have a solid hour's sleep and I wake up and my brain goes, oh my God, you've fallen asleep at the wheel. You're going to die. And then I look around and rather than realizing the truth, which is that, of course, I got in the passenger seat to tell myself that I was asleep. My brain just doubled down, and I thought, oh my God, you've fallen asleep at the wheel. Shit, you're on the wrong side of the car. <laughs> so then I start trying to scramble over the middle of the car to get myself into the driver's seat, and it's only when I'm halfway across climbing over that I realize that obviously I haven't fallen asleep at the wheel. I've just woken up. And I'm, and I'm in the passenger seat, and then I drive the rest of the way home. So that's, that's pretty grim. I'm hoping that won't happen tonight. I mean, Devon's like four and a half, five hours. If the roads are totally clear, you don't get stopped at all, you can do it in four. I'll be in the car by half ten, I reckon, if I'm quick. So I could get in for half two, and that seems doable. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to try. I haven't booked any accommodation yet. They have offered me some. But I said I didn't need it, because if I do stay anywhere, I'd rather stay a bit of the way home, two, two hours home. Um, so I might book a late travel lodge, a late hotel, if I, I do feel tired. But in a minute, I'm going to go with it. We'll see how it goes. Um, something else that I got messaged about by the same person who told me about the weight was that the superpowers thing from yesterday, you've got you've to have invulnerability. Otherwise, nearly all your superpowers are going to kill you. This might be a little bit out of the spirit of the question, or it might be a little bit too sticking to the rules. But he is right, because if you're flying, uh, as pointed out, and you're not invulnerable, you're going to basically be like your car's windshield, and things that hit you in the air, like flies or bugs or whatever, are going to be going so fast that they're going to tear straight through your body. <laughs> so... Maybe there needs to be. The problem is where everyone knows that if you get offered three wishes, the one thing you're not allowed to wish for apparently is more wishes. So, <clears throat> I mean, who makes up these rules? That's the problem as well, isn't it? Because we all understand this rule. You can't wish for more wishes. But when in reality is a genie going to pop out? And when are you ever going to find a lamp and a genie and get offered wishes? So maybe in the world where you're offered the chance to choose three superpowers and one of them legitimately can be that anything you want to, you can turn to Nutella. He's testing the microphone on the forecourt again. Shut up. <clears throat> maybe in that world, we don't need to worry so much about the rules. But if we are worrying about the rules... Can I have four wishes? <laughs> because the invulnerability thing, that's a real bitch, isn't it? You do need it, otherwise you're going to die. Um, there you go. So thanks to the people who answered that question uh, on my Facebook page and got involved. Uh, to all you other uh, 56 dickheads that listened but didn't reply, thanks for nothing. 
Thanks for your support. There's still time. Go on my Facebook page, just me, normal, Mark James, and comment what your superpowers are on the post I did yesterday where I advertised the episode. Otherwise, uh, well, otherwise nothing. Please just keep telling your friends to listen to this podcast. We are, by the way, now up to 14 shares. Um, So if six more people share it, I will tell the virginity story. And I promise you'll think it's funny. Speaking of virginity and uh, things like that, I found out, by the way, that a Brazilian, when you shave yourself, that's leaving a little landing strip. That's when you've still got a little bit of hair. The fully bald thing, that's called a Hollywood. If you're fully, fully bald, that's called a Hollywood. (laughs) So I did that yesterday. I did some puby research. Um, What else did I get up to? I fixed my props. Oh, what a dream. This is one of my favorite jobs, getting my prop case out of the car putting it in the the office or in the kitchen or whatever on the table and just going through everything and sorting it out fixing like little problems this is dead sad right but the thing that controls my music it's called audio ape and it's inside of a little pelly case a pelican case which is basically like a tiny little flight case um but when the lid is open i have velcro in the lid velcro what a ripoff uh, thanks tim vine i have velcro in the lid and then on the back of the ipod that it uses there's velcro on that an ipod touch with a screen there's velcro on that too but both pieces of velcro are the same size because that's the way that i cut it when i stuck it in here's a tip if you do that eventually one of those two pieces of velcro is going to break down the only way to guarantee it doesn't is whichever surface is the most porous which in this case is the pelly case because the back of the ipod is really smooth you make the piece of velcro on that much bigger and that alleviates the tension so i took the shitty old bit of velcro off and i put two huge pieces of velcro so now the ipod can stick anywhere inside of the lid of the case it's not going to break down it's an absolute dream i couldn't be any happier it's super sad but i did it i cut bits of paper that needed cutting props that i tend to things that i need to remake multiple times Sometimes I get to the show and then I make them, but sometimes I get to the show with not a lot of time to do that, so I make them in bulk. And last night I just sat at the table, Sarah was having a night out with some friends, Joshua was in bed, and I spent the night making all the props. So I'm happy. I feel like I'm ahead of the game now. I've kind of got a case full of stuff that's ready to do at least 20 shows with no extra making work. And that does always make me feel... (laughs) Fucking hell. This is a sad podcast now. I've really got into the depths of it. I need to not swear when it's not imperative as well. I swear... Do I swear too much? In real life, I am a bit of a swearer. Not... And it depends, really. There are certain friends that don't swear. And I don't swear. And I never swear in front of my mother. So I can stop it. But it's just a funny way to express yourself. I don't need it. I feel like I can be funny without it. And it's like a punctuation in some senses. But also, apparently, people that swear prolifically are more trustworthy. So, maybe I'm trustworthy. I don't know. Anyway, that's today's podcast. 11 minutes we're going to come in under. Uh, Check back tomorrow for more news about tonight's gig and if I died on the way home. Bye, friends.